Welcome to the Opinionated Benchwarmers Podcast, Episode 11. We are here, your Opinionated Benchwarmers, Ramon, Carlos, and Robert. And today we have something special for y'all. Yeah, we got a, we got a very special episode. We got a guest in here. You know, some known by I Speak That Real, some known known as the Mind of Myron, but. I know him as Myron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some know him as Turned Up. We got my line brother in here, my brother, my friend. I've been knowing him for 10 plus years. Myron Smothers hey. from the Hot Spot Podcast. Yes. What's popping, people? What's good? What's good with hey, you? Hey, Rob, let me come on the show. See, because we don't get to talk sports on, on my podcast. So I just be like, uh, I mean, relationships. Yeah, all that fun stuff, yeah. cool. But sometimes, you know, I just want to be with the fellas and just talk about guy stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, how, so how you feel, man? How you feeling today, bro? Hey, bro, I feel I was needed today because you Laker guys are all. Uh, by he, he came, <laughs> see how you <laughs> see how you come running it already. He came with an ulterior motive. But before we get into that, okay. before we get into that, man, we I just want to take the temperament of the room. So Ramon, Carlos, how you feeling today, man? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Glad to have you on the show, man. Uh, let's get it going, man. Yeah, same here, bro. I'm feeling good. Had a good day. Ready for this, bro. We welcoming Myron to the pod today, so let's get it running, bro. Guys, I was actually kind of nervous for this episode because my adrenaline running because <laughs> I can't wait to get into this, man. It's going. It's real juicy. Shout out to the listeners as always. Make sure that you're checking us out on O underscore Benchwarmers. Uh, as well, check Myron. Shout your stuff out too, man. Plug What's up, y'all? Again, this is Myron Smothers from themindofmyron.com. You know, check out the Hotspot Podcast. Check yeah, uh, the mind of mind.com and RIP. I speak that real because that's gonna be changing real soon. But you know, until then, yeah, all that. Yeah, man. So make sure you check him out. He's on Google Play and iTunes as well, right? Yeah, all that. All that. Yeah, all that. he on all of that. So make sure you check him out. Make sure you support him. We support him as a collective. So make sure y'all support him too, as well as the Opinionated Benchwarmers podcast. You can check us out on iTunes and Google Play as well. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna just get right into it, yeah, man. On, I, I wish I had a little. Uh, like a bell, like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> like, let's get it. NBA free agency. Last time we spoke, we anticipated what was going to happen, and guys, it happened. Yeah, bro. The king has landed in LA. Yeah, that's not a sound check. The king the has king. landed in LA. You wasn't able to catch our reactions live, so we gonna try to get somewhere near yeah. it. You know, our group me was popping. Man, what what it, I, what it is, man? Yeah, I, I just want to ask right quick, what was that moment like for y'all when it happened? Because I know as soon as it dropped, of course, I had my little Twitter notifications with Shams and also with Woj. And as soon as it dropped, I saw that mug, and it's just like, it was like an unreal moment. Even though we knew it was going to happen, it was still just crazy to see it happen. And I tried to hit y'all up as soon as I could. So I was like, I was wondering, like, what was that moment like? Like, where were y'all? What was going on? Because I can remember that moment, what I was doing and all that. So for me personally, um, it was probably around like 7 8. You know, I was looking at the time. I was sitting at the table eating dinner, finishing up my food, man. And when the news, uh, it hit my phone, the notification, like you said, you know, I stopped. I didn't even finished my food that night, man. I came back two or three hours later, and my food's still sitting on the table. That's how excited I was, man. We finally landed that big free agent that we've been waiting for for so long. 
I'm disappointed by you guys. <laughs> Y'all all seem really excited about it. <laughs> We're talking about reactions, man. Reactions first. Don't get ahead. <laughs> but I'm talking. saying, because you're saying reactions, but at the same time, I saw a lot of mixed reactions, like especially from Lakers fans. What was your reaction, though? My reaction, I was at, at a day party, and I just was like, it's like a, a sense of disbelief. Like, he really went to the Lakers. Like, <laughs> yeah. like he really did that. I really thought, I always had this on the back of my mind. He was going to look at the purple and gold jerseys and just be like, nah, I can't do it. Like, it's just yeah. too much. Like, it's a lot to wear that Lakers yeah. jersey. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pressure he's putting on himself. If you were the star, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. So, I just, just we're going to get into that. Yeah. We're going to get into it. We're we trying to unpeel this. It's many layers yeah. of this subject. This subject might take a great deal of this pod. We're going to try to right. condense it, but... That is what it is. So man. when you say reactions, right, I'm at my sister's baby shower. Shout out to Brandy. She's having a... I'm going to have a niece. I'm so excited Uncle to Robbie. finally be an uncle. Uncle Robbie. I'm just Robbie. enjoying the ambiance. It's a Sunday evening. You know, things are winding down. You know, I'm eating my little chicken wings and the little hors d'oeuvres. You know what they have at, oh, yeah, at, at baby shower. So initially... I didn't get the news. I got the news through actually a, an attendee of the reveal. So, you know, I didn't I wasn't looking at my phone, of course. I was just trying to enjoy the moment. And the guy walked up to me, he was like, Man, LeBron went to LA. I was like, Man, stop lying, you for real? <laughs> he was like, Man, I ain't lying. So then the notification came through on my phone. And I guys, I have to tell you, I know the majority of us probably felt excited. Kind of felt you know, like things are gonna turn around in 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 in, in uh, La La Land, but guys, the first thing that happened is my heart dropped, my heart sank, and I want to tell you why my heart sank. I was just like, I didn't feel anything. I was just like, man, and you know why? Why? Because I've been a Lakers fan all my life. And I've been through the tough years and I've been through the good years. Just like y'all have been, you know, we, we best friends. We know, you know what I'm saying? But look, you know how much LeBron has been kind of like a rival for us. Yeah. And now for him to join the Lakers, he messed my mind up. So when he told me my mouth dropped and I'm, I couldn't believe it, I felt no type of way. And I think that this is the perfect segue to talk about as Lakers fans, what are the, let's lay down some house rules for these bandwagon oh, yeah, fans out here, man. Bread. I saw some very disturbing posts on Instagram, and I'm gonna do them a favor. I'm, I, I could have addressed them directly. I could have, you know, I, I went a little, you know, a little bit with the, you know, <laughs> apps app post that I had. Yeah. But I'm gonna address them. I'm gonna address each statement, and y'all can feel free to jump in at right, any right, time. Right. But the first statement I want to address is that now y'all are relevant again. Let me tell you, rule number one, as Lakers fans, we're not in this relevancy race that y'all claim that we want to be in. We don't care if we're relevant or not. We want to win championships and we want to win. So being relevant has nothing to do with LeBron. All right. It has nothing to do with it. Of course, we because if you want to make this kind of kind of kind of argument, if you keep up with anything that that's dealing with basketball, because most of these people who make these comments don't keep up with sports. We're relevant every year, All and we've time, been trash man. for six years. Whether it's, it's about, uh, whether it's about Lonzo Ball, whether it's about um, what free agency we're gonna pick up, 
every year. Swaggy P was popping in LA. So. Yeah. Swaggy P was popping. So, yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. You know, we're relevant regardless. So this talk, I don't want to hear this talk. If you know anything about sport, I do not want to hear this talk about LeBron made us relevant. Yeah, we're gonna be talked about even more, but we are relevant every year. And that's not that's not me signing cocky. Anybody wanna get in on this? Nah, I 100% agree with that. Just because of how big our fan base is and how we just, how how just anytime you mention the Lakers name on ESPN or any big sports, you know, um, hub, you know, everybody kind of draws to it. The Lakers this you know, I mean, just look at the last few years where we missed out on free agents. Still, even though we was missing out on free agents and our team wasn't contending, people still talked about how the Lakers missed out on this free agent. Oh, the Lakers this, Lakers that. We haven't been to the playoffs in the last few years. You know, people still, Lakers still going to be that top, you know, franchise that's talked about constantly because of that, because of our fans, because of our history. And bottom line, bro, we just a polarizing figure. Either you're going to love the Lakers or you're going to hate them. And so when you're a figure like that, you will always be recognized. Right. I mean, we've been down for years, and you still see us on TV all the time. Thank much. you. It's we like, had 35 televi- televised yeah. games last year. We but just came off a losing but, record. But that was because of Lonzo. Exactly. So, but, that's my but point. I think, I think to, point. To, play, to play the other side, I think you were going from the Lakers that everybody loved or hated in, into to becoming annoying Lakers. Like, y'all were becoming the Cowboys of the NBA. Like, no, we weren't. It, it was it was getting there, y'all. Yeah, it no, was, we weren't. The 90s, it was, but it was getting there, like yeah. you, know, you know. But you know how the Cowboys fans are just annoying. We won like, a championship like what eight years ago? Yeah, twenty ten, bro. Twenty ten. You know, like okay. So then I want to address this other one. I saw a very disturbing post, bro. Like I think I know where you going. You know, like then you want to say, you know, okay, uh, the purple and gold Lakers, y'all should be welcoming LeBron because. He finally is going to get y'all to where y'all need to go. So y'all should be open arms to these LeBron fans. First of all, what happened to all the Miami Heat fans? What happened to all the Cavs fans? Crickets. What happened to all of these fans of these proclaimed teams that you are a part of? But you want to talk about, oh, now I'm Laker Nation. Or you want to, like, why are you downing the fans of the franchise for one player? Like, it's stupid. Like, if if I'm a, a Laker fan, of course, you know, I don't, you know, of course, I'm going to welcome LeBron with open arms. That's why I want to end. I'm not going to end on the negative. No, but, you know, we've been fans of this team. Like, just because you, you're a LeBron fan, I mean, you could come to our team and then start to criticize us, you know, and act like you've been on the ride all along. <laughs> like, come on, get out of here, man. Nah, I feel that, bro. You can't just jump on the bandwagon and then start criticizing people that's been there through the rebuild all the terrible years that we had back to back, trying to keep, you know, our lottery picks, having to watch NBA draft lottery and all that foolishness. So, like you said, coming on there and then almost feeling like we have to bow to, you know, LeBron fans or LeBron and all his people. Like, it ain't about that, man. He came and joined the Lakers. So, and again, we just laying some ground rules as Laker Nation. Is there anything else that I'm missing, guys? Yeah, there's a big one you missing that I thought I you know, were going to talk know, about. I know which one you about to say. Yeah. I just want to mention, guys, I'm a Mavericks fan. I'm yeah. not a Lakers fan. I'm a Kobe fan, though. <laughs> yeah. So, I, that's why you'll hear some of my opinions yeah. when I disagree with all of them. But anyway, yeah. So, I know this one, to I can't believe you ain't say this one. On the night when the news dropped and all that, you talked about how LeBron fans are. One of the first things I saw is that LeBron is the greatest Laker of all time. Oh my goodness, bro! I didn't even. I wouldn't even. I was gonna get to it, but 
I just can't even say that blasphemous statement. Bro. LeBron, the greatest Laker, without playing a game for the Lakers. Don't get me wrong, LeBron's a great player. But to act like LeBron, in the as far as the pantheon of Lakers go, is ahead of Magic Johnson, who won five of them things with the Lakers, Kareem, who won five of them with the Lakers, let alone Kobe Bryant, our favorite player, who won five championship rings with the Lakers, and LeBron just going to step in day one, and he the greatest Laker of all time? That's ridiculous, bro. Again, a, a lot of these people that's making these statements are, are women. A lot of these people that's making these statements are, are, are young men who don't watch the sport. You know, it's just, it's just, don't get me started, bro. People are trolls, too. People do it just People to do, do it. troll, yeah. man. Then, yeah. you know, it's just like, okay, you know, LeBron is here now, so of course we're going to welcome him with other OMs. They got people saying, oh, they don't keep that same energy that you had towards LeBron See? when he wasn't on our team. I'm like, bro, what? like he's on my team now, so of course I'm going to hey, support him. I, I disagree in that sense, though, Rob. I'll tell you why, Rob. A lot of Lakers fans, a lot of Lakers fans cannot stand LeBron James, right? As a Kobe fan, that's partially the reason why I don't don't care. I've learned to respect LeBron since Kobe retired. Same like, here, bro. I appreciate yeah. his greatness much more now that I don't have Kobe to compare him to, right? Right. But I will say this. Again, I said I'm a Mavericks fan. Yeah. We just we're signing somebody who reneged on <laughs> signing with us two thousand three that's years crazy. ago. That's crazy. That's crazy. But my energy is the yeah. same. I hate DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> I, well, I don't hate nobody. I strongly dislike DeAndre Jordan. I don't care when he put a Mavericks jersey on. It's strictly business. Yeah. I don't want... I, if he sucked, I would not care. <laughs> because he can kick rocks. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we going to get to that, bro. He, uh, he's you horrible. Get, you're getting, you, but, you, but that's what I, I mean by the strictly business. But I, I, I feel like as a Lakers fan, the energy is different, though, man. We, we support our people no matter what. I feel exactly. like if LeBron did that to us, and he came back, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to love him regardless. You on the Lakers, you got that Lakers jersey on. Exactly. It's like, we got to support you 110%. We were supporting the Jeremy Lin days, you know, and Robert Zachary <laughs> days, you know what I'm saying? When, uh, Robert Zachary you know was on the bench. Like, you know what I'm saying? We was going hard behind them, and when Dwight Howard and Steve Nash came, you know what I'm saying? All these players, how Dwight Howard, if Dwight Howard came back to us today, guess what? I might not like, yeah. you know, I might have feel a type of way, but I'm going to support him 110%. We need a center, too. So, you know, that's my thing with these. To just wrap up this segment, Laker, we are Laker Nation. Me, Ramon, I'm going to say my name because sometimes I say yeah. me and people don't recognize. Robert, Ramon, and Carlos, we are diehard Lakers fans. Yeah. Don't come over here in Laker Nation as a bandwagon acting like you've been here since the beginning because we know who you are. Yeah. You know, you listen to whoever listen to this right now. I know you're convicted because you know who you are. You know that you know all of LeBron. So keep that same energy that you had towards our nation that you had before LeBron came over here. I know who you are. You know, so you ain't hiding. I know who you are on your Twitter. I don't want to see no <laughs> tweets about no Laker Nation, Laker this, Laker that. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Um. So I think this is a good time to just talk about the effect that it has towards the Laker roster. I mean, I look at our roster. I, you know, I don't think that prior to LeBron coming, and which why I also didn't have a reaction to when he, you know, came over, is because we weren't that far away, you know, as people think we were. 
you know, people will come to realize now, you know, we watched a lot of Lakers game. We watched like 85 to 90 percent of the Lakers game, uh, upper 90s, you know, with Carlos, uh, not, at least 95 percent of the games. And a lot of those games that we lost last year were just because we were young. You know, a lot of games were lost late in the fourth quarter. You know, just because they are young and they don't know how to, you know, letting leads build, like losing leads, you know, yeah. turning the ball over, don't taking bad shots. Game, don't yeah. know how to, we, and then we didn't have a closer yeah. either. So, I mean, we, we weren't, I, I would say we was about probably about two, three years away from a playoff spot. Of course, with, with the addition of LeBron and Rajon and, and Miguel, uh, McGee, I'm sorry, JaVale McGee. McGee. <laughs> of course, that it really accelerated that time, but. I mean, we weren't that far away. So LeBron is coming to a, you know, and, and you know, just to think about his decision that he made when he went to Miami. Okay, he had D Wade, he had Chris Bosh, respectively, top five players at their position. Okay, I'm going back home, you know. Yeah. But we all know that. Okay, when he look at their roster, Dwayne Wade is declining, Chris Bosh health is failing him. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Cleveland where Kevin Love is gonna is gonna is get gonna come traded, with me, and then you know Kyrie is an up and coming star. I can pass the baton to him. So again, LeBron is genius in choosing his destination as a spot where he sees that. You know, he, he signed a four-year, $153 million contract. That means that, you know, with no player option. So, that means that he's committed to the, the playing. Play option after three. Yeah, play option after three years. That means that he believes in what Magic was selling him. He can't. He's coming to a good situation. So, with our roster, I think that he adds a lot to it. But don't think that he's just coming to a team full of scrubs. Nah, 100%, 100% agree with you, Rob. I just feel like his business move was more so – yeah, he looking at his, his roster is smart, but at the same time, it's also setting him up for life after basketball. And everybody kind of know that right now, especially with, you know, him getting into the film business. And then his son right now, 13 years old, getting ready to, you know, really take off with his career in basketball. So, but if you look at the time frame, you know, with the three years with the one year option, you know, around that time, if we end up holding, them, holding on to these players without trading them, they'll be just hitting their prime. So you got Brandon Ingram, who's only 20 years old. You got Lonzo Ball, who's also only 20 years old. And so by the time LeBron get ready to leave, you know, or, you know, retire, leave out in three to four years, you know, they'll be 24, 25 years old getting ready to hit their prime. So, I mean, even if he, you know, extend with us at that time, we have players that are in their prime and ready to take off. Right. And I think just to add on that, kind of what you were saying about how the roster looks, even today, like those young guys, a lot of people that don't watch them on a regular basis mm-hmm. are going to see what they truly look like. When you just see the media headlines of Lonzo not being able to shoot or B.I. don't have enough weight so he can't handle the physical game or this and that, then you can buy into those media narratives. But when you actually see and watch them play and watch the impact that Lonzo has in every other phase of the game outside of shooting, and when you see B.I. and you can see him, the way that B.I. is developing, if you compare him to guys like Paul George when they were around that same age, or even I'm not saying he's going to be as good as this guy, but even a Kawhi Leonard around that same age, B.I. is on that same track as those guys. So people's eyes are going to be open more to that young core now than they were before because now they're going to see him playing with LeBron. So I think that the roster the Lakers have is is much better than people. Like LeBron is going to make your roster better regardless. Right, like, right. I think he's right. going to make. I think he's going to make Kyle Kuzma amazing. Yeah. But see, the thing is, you don't. Do you want? Only thing you can question about that is why he making why he's making Kyle Kuzma. Very good because it's because he can shoot. 
Yeah. Like it's that it's LeBron being that gonna stint the growth of somebody like Brandon Ingram. He's yeah. gonna really have to get into his bag and be good at other things to still yeah. be uh good on the team. Like it's gonna be interesting because LeBron, I don't think people be realizing LeBron's gonna turn thirty four. Like yeah, yeah. how long do we expect him to be Superman? Like yeah, yeah. and I think that's a big thing that that's gonna come into fact. I, I, I have one point on that. So that's that's a good. That, I like I like what you said with that, Myron. It's like one point with that is if you look at our rosters and you look at the follow up signups we had, LeBron. They're talking about LeBron being more of a spot up, you know, guy now working on his jump shot, you know, not being the the Cavs LeBron that he had to be last year, where he was pretty much the offense, you know, break his man down, kick it out, and shoot it. He's so you look at our signings that we had, Rondo. Lance Stevenson, you know, Lonzo Ball, you look at those players, they're playmakers by themselves. And then, you know, we even turn Brandon Ingram to the point guard position. So now LeBron doesn't have to dominate the ball. He can rest up, you know, sit in the corner, maybe not sit in the corner, but, you know, necessarily he can take some jump shots and, you know, cut, you know, do those different things that he didn't have to do before, you know, and then rest up for that fourth quarter where he can be the guy, our closer that we need to finish the game. Yeah, and I, I think on that, too, as well, like you were saying, his game in L.A. is going to change. You're going to see him move closer to the basket. You're going to see him in the post more than you've seen him previously. They said that he, you know, has watched kind of what Jordan looked like in his twilight years, kind of what Kobe more so looked like in his twilight years. And those guys really took their game more so from the outside to the inside. And so that's a perfect situation for LeBron. He's always been a freakish athlete, but you're talking about a guy that's 6'8", 6'9", 260. So you put him on the block even more. And like you were saying, Lowe's, with him not having to have that responsibility to create every single play, just like last year, when you watched the Cavs play, you felt like LeBron had to create every single play. Now you got people like a Rondo or people like a like Lance Stevenson or even B.I., as you mentioned, that can create plays that can take that weight off of him. Now, do I think that all of LeBron's tendencies are going to be broken from day one? No way. That's Le- what I, that's LeBron what I gonna fall way. back into what he's used to doing at times. That's Taking just gonna on. happen. Yeah. That's that's your instincts as a ball player, and that's what he's done his whole career. So it's gonna happen. But I think over time you'll see yeah. the progression. I think that's the big thing too. Trying to figure out because you can we can say he's gonna do this, but we gotta see it yeah, first. Yeah. We gotta wait and see is his game gonna actually change? Is he gonna get tired of okay, Lonzo? You're not <laughs> doing it enough for me. I'm bringing the, I'm bringing yeah, the ball to yeah, the court. Yeah. Uh, I, really like because. As much as as much as they say LeBron wants to play off the ball when he gets older, he wants to play off the ball with somebody he respects bringing the ball up. Exactly. Like, this yeah. Kyrie, Ooh, that's the ball, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but do I trust Lonzo bringing up the ball? Yeah, no, heck no. I mean, I, 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 it's I a couple things. Y'all, y'all said some great points. I like that y'all said and you know, the main thing that y'all said is that LeBron doesn't have to be that playmaker and do it all type because we got a lot of pieces. One thing about our roster that I do want to discuss is some negatives, you know, and but I think that a negative that is being oversold is that we're a poor shooting team. Yeah. Which is uh, respectfully so. I can respect that opinion. But, you know, I do think that we got some people that can spot up, you know, and, you know, I look at Josh Hart, who shot 40 percent from three point last year. That's a decent percentage. Yeah. Same with B.I., who shot 40 percent from three point. We all know that Kuz can shoot. Yeah. So. 
You know, with that being said, I think that it's kind of overstated. KCP is, KCP KCP is, is a group. About is 38, a good 39. Yeah, around there. So, that's a decent shooter. So, I mean, shooting-wise, I you know, I think it's overstated there. When you put that in perspective, uh, Josh Hart. A lot of people that don't follow the Lakers are watching him. Excellent player. Yeah. Great defender. Hustle player. Can knock down a shot when he does it. Makes the right decision with the ball. And he's just a rookie. So those are the, it's a lot of players like that from Villanova, <laughs> well document docu- decorated, a four year a four year starter, and he was a champion, um, an NCAA champion. That sounds really good, Rob. But I, not to cut you off, but how much does Josh Hart play next year? He playing. He, he's, he's is playing. he? How, yeah, how deep is our rotation, Rob? Because you're going to have... The, oh, oh, I like that. You said our rotation. I, but, oh, <laughs> I like that. We like, can burn I, I, another I, 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 think, I, I, I think he's from a Lakers perspective. We can burn it another You got Lonzo, Ron, Rondo. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have KCP and Lance getting time. Yeah. You, you guys don't... Well, I'm glad you asked that, man. looking at Lonzo starting... You know, questionable. Then you got KCP, you got Brandon Ingram, you got LeBron James, and then you got JaVale McGee, okay, as the starters right now, you know, to talking today on July 5th. Then behind them, you got maybe Rondo coming off the bench, Josh Hart, Lance Stevenson, and Kyle Kuzma, and then maybe, you know, uh, some some a center we sign later on, or our, um, Zubac. So, I mean, I think we got a good 10 players that, you know, Josh Hart going to get enough time. Yeah, and and another thing, what you're saying is that the system we run, we up and down. So yeah, you gotta have fresh bodies. Them guys gonna get tired out playing in that system. So I don't think you can never have too many players in one position because I mean, when you look at it, Bi, Kuz, and LeBron technically play the same position, yeah. but they're all you know that that rotation is gonna be smooth. And, and I think what you gotta look at too, you know, with having those bodies is important as we saw last year, man. We had them times Bi missed for about fifteen games or so. Yeah. Lonzo missed several games. Yeah, Lonzo's so, very injury prone. When you're going through the course of the season, I understand your point once you get to the playoffs and you know if that rotation oh, right, is one, right, you know that's why we got Rajon right, for the playoffs. Right. So you can see that rotation kind of shrink in the playoffs, but I yeah. think over the course of the regular season, you'll see him get some run. And I think what you said about shooting, I don't know if that's necessarily true. For the fact that when you compare shooting, I guess, in the league to lead today, you always compare who at the top. You compare it to who's at the top. So you're comparing it to the Warriors and the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So when you look at, okay, do I have enough firepower to compete against those two? Yeah, you, you look at it, no. So that's why I was like, with LeBron, you do. But but shooting-wise. but the thing I will say is, to me, the way that this team is being constructed is to find a different way to combat those teams. Like, you got to look at even what these guys can do on the defensive side oh, of the ball. Defense? And it's oh, kind of a, it's gonna be good and it's a, it's, lot, it's, as I was putting in the, the group me before, it's kind of a goon squad, kind of a rugged squad that's going to muck up the game, make it a little ugly Man, sometimes. Brandon Ingram can D physical. up when he wants to. Kuzma can D up when he wants to. Lonzo is not a bad defender. Oh, Lonzo's a better Lonzo defender is, than Kuz. Lonzo is not a bad Ooh, defender. Yeah, and we all know what Rajon can do, and we know LeBron is a defender when he wants to. Lance, Casey, Lance, come on, man. Josh Hart is Casey, a defender, bro. We just got defense across JaVale the board. We locking up. We saying, look, get on the court. We 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 gonna cut you down to like eighty five points. I still don't think it's gonna be enough. And you know, man. let's get it. The first to eighty five, let's go. Yeah, I think Lowe's kind of feel a little bit differently than how I, we kind of feel. 
I mean, I, I love the defense, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a it's a scoring league, man. We ain't gonna have we don't have enough today. I think we're gonna be competitive with them oh, and all that. Man. But seven game series, man, I say we win one or two, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like right now, I just don't think we're ready yet. You know all right, that's so, just me being honest. All right, so we we so we let's let's do this because we we not a Laker pod. We yeah. ready? We not a Laker pod. So we're gonna do this real quickly. Uh, we're gonna go around and we're gonna ask. The question is, I'll go last. The question is, where will the Lakers seed in the Western Conference playoffs this season? Ooh, that's good. Let's be I, I let's be nice. Let's let, let's be friendly. Let's be no. let's be nice and let the guests answer okay. first. With the roster currently constructed to get today. Yeah. Um I wanna make sure I look. Alright, I'm gonna say right now, today I'm putting it on record. The Lakers will finish third in the West. I'm putting it on record third. right now. Oh, Ooh, I'm putting it on record right now. That's not third in the West. No. The true players just finished third this past season. Yeah. Are we gonna act like that was some heroic squad that was just so great yeah, with really Dame and, and CJ McCollum and uh, like the Lakers yeah. couldn't achieve that. They folded they in the playoffs. They finished third in the West. They played like an eighth seed in the playoffs. This in year the playoffs, though. but what I'm <laughs> but, saying. But I think they went up against somebody who was the perfect matchup. Like, they didn't have nobody to stop. I don't know. But Drew showed up. But, but, me. but I just said that to set kind of an example and a tone out there because everybody act like it's so unattainable. When you look at the top two, that's set in stone. Golden State, Houston, that's set in stone. But yeah. you look everything three through eight. That's wide open. And, and to me, when you talk about you have the best player in the game on your squad, I mean, to me, I, I third. Uh, I'm yeah, putting uh, me on the book. And, and what's not to like about yeah. LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> right, so, okay, so Carlos, go, man. Who, oh, yeah, who go you got? Us. Who you got, man? Yeah. So, I at? mean, I don't see us finishing, finishing third. More realistically, I see us finishing, like, maybe six. Six, I think, is – I mean, I I, we're going to be a playoff much. team, but six is that comfort spot. I feel like we're still young. You know, we still going to have the bumps and bruises. We're still going to have the games where, you know, LeBron, LeBron's probably pissed off with some of the players, you know, for not missing this play, missing that play. You know, we're going to see that throughout the year. We're going to get a bunch of TV games. So, I feel like, you know, we're still going to win enough games and we're going to show growth from each year that Luke Walton has been our coach. We've improved each year. So, we won 40-something games this year. So I feel like next year, you know, we're gonna be in that fifty to fifty fifty two range, and I feel like we're gonna finish like maybe six. That would right. put you in the third spot this That's year. Right, pulling man. only pulling only one forty nine games this past right. year. But look how and close the West was seat. though. All right, we're trying to you know the spot from like three to eight was close. <laughs> you know me. what I'm saying? A one or two games would have changed them from being the third. So maybe they won. You know, a couple if more they games. Won 52, they would have been comfortably at third. But I, I, all right, I all right, real, all right, real quick, man. We're trying, we're trying to get out the Lakers segment. All right, Come looking, on. looking, looking at the standing from last season. Ramon not really fall. If I give him four, yeah. Yeah. I give him four. All right, from a Dallas Mavs fan, that means a lot. <laughs> oh, I want us to suck, but I'll talk about that another day. <laughs> all right. So uh, I guess that's on me, real quick. I'm trying to we we. we Sinking in the Lakers uh, segment, I'm trying to get us out of it. I think we'll be the fourth seed. I agree. I don't. Th- I don't think that there's really questionably three teams better than us. Our roster right now, and that's uh, of course Houston and Golden State and the Pelicans. I think that they are ahead. Um, I wish I had some background music to play. It's so hard to say goodbye to Julius Randle. Man, we wish you the luck. Best of luck, man. We hate. We hate. We hated to let you go, yeah. man, but. Ah, but anyway, so 
There are some other things, you know, I think that that's the headline because, of course, we was waiting to see where the king would land because I'm, I'm calling him the king. Yeah, you know, because yeah. he, he a Laker now. He a Laker now, so I can just call him the king. Weird, right? uh, but, okay, so now we're going to move on to some other interesting free agency. I think that the second headline we would say it was Boogie to Golden State, which I don't want to have the apparent – uh, the obvious conversation, of course, right? I don't yeah. want to have a conversation. Oh, oh okay, he signed five point three million dollars. He took a discount. I want to have more of the 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 cusp, of, the core of the conversation. Is the NBA broke? You know, and I say this. Let me hold on. Let me get some context before we jump in and unpack this. But we we saw a couple years ago, KD went to a nine loss team. And, you know, after he almost beat them and, you know, arguably KD, arguably he's in everybody's top five, but he's arguably debatably the, the, the second best player in the league. Um, went to a team with already a top five player and a top 10 player in the, in the league. OK, so then, you know, we look at LeBron and LeBron, you know, he left. You know, he left Miami and then went to a team with Kyrie, who's arguably a top five player. K-Love at the time, top seven, top power four in the league at the time. And, you know, we're seeing this a lot, man. We're seeing this a lot where guys are really just, you know, hey, you know, I'm about to just go ahead and chase this ring. And now we have a top five, uh, the, 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 the best center in the game that we have. Is going to a team with the second best player on the team, Steph top three, top four player yeah. in the league, Clay top ten, Draymond top ten, to top champ. fifteen, or what he do back to back champs. Not only was it a slap in the face that he went to them, but he took a five point three million dollar discount. Meanwhile, the Lakers, we we I make a we make a, a honest trade that made all the teams involved better, and then the league tell us. No, we can't have Chris Paul to pair him with Kobe. But then we let the top center, top five, top seven player in the league that. go to Golden State. The, is the NBA broke, fellas? And no, the NBA is broke. But who did it? Was it LeBron or was it Kevin Durant? I think this, yeah. this signing was the, the, the <laughs> let's get it. The, this signing was a result of, of, of like of real life, like the angry black man, like. Yeah. Who wants the angry black man? If you have that reputation, who wants a white man are, are scared of that? Yeah. So Steve Kerr, <laughs> he's he scared of that. So I mean, I don't blame Boogie at all for what he did at all. But interesting, more conversation. Who's the blame for this? I think who is it? Katie? Is it's it the, Katie or LeBron? It's the no. It's the other team in the NBA that didn't make this man an offer. An offer, so, Rob. Zero. <laughs> You woke up in the morning. Ain't no corner in this man. <laughs> and I would call the best team if I'm going to get five mil from the Lakers. Same offer. I'm going to go get a ring and get it with the Warriors. Hands down. Yeah. He wanted to come to the Lakers, though. We, I, think, we I believe no, so. Apparently. I believe so. And, you know, I think, you know, I'll answer that question. Is it KD or is it LeBron? I say personally, LeBron. Hear me out. And LeBron, please don't hate me. I mean, I'm a fan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you listen yeah, to the pod. <laughs> but, you know, I think that LeBron is the blame. Let me preface this by saying that I believe that a man should have the choice to do whatever he wants to do. You know, it's the same thing with employee. If it's not working out on your job, you have the right to go to another job. I've been through this. I've already been through three jobs. I graduated in 2014. <laughs> but, you know, 
But, you know, with that being said, is LeBron to blame? When he made his first decision in 2010 to go take his talents to Miami Beach and did the special to do it, okay? That was the first we've ever seen a guy that's going to team up with, with, at the time, D-Way was the number two player in the league. Chris Bosh was top number three, five. Number three player in the league. Oh, yeah, my bad. Because yeah. <laughs> Kobe's still yeah, <laughs> He was the number three player in the league, and at the time, Le, Le, I would say Chris Bosh was a top seven player, top five player. Top ten. Top ten. Yeah. I like Chris Bosh, though. Chris Bosh yeah, 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 very top, yeah, top But you get my point. Yeah. So, you know, he left there and created this term, the super team, you know. And at that point, that was mind-boggling because at the time, players didn't have control like they do these days. So he made a staple and say, look, I'm going to take my power in my own hand. Not only did he go to Miami and do that, he said, I'll give you four years, three years with a one-year option. So he decided once, you know, he won his two ships. And then he decided, you know, once D-Wade started declining and once Chris Boschel started failing, he's like, oh, what can I do next? I'm going to go home back to Cleveland. And I'm going to leave Miami and then go to Kyrie, which I, you know, I mentioned it earlier. Kyrie was, is a top five player. Uh, K-Love is top seven, top ten. You know, he, he saw the opportunity to, that he could pass the torch and yeah. took it in his hand. Then we got KD. When it's time for him to make his decision, he goes to a nine-loss team, a team that he easily could have beat that next year. They had a 3-1 lead, for God's sakes. And he goes to that team. I think that, you know, even KD said it, that LeBron paved the way for me to make this decision. And that's where I'm at with it. So I feel like LeBron, I feel like his decision was innocent at first, but now it's just getting out of hand. And he paved the way for Boogie. And now Boogie's like, oh, y'all don't want to sign me, so I'm going to be spiteful. I'm going to go to Golden State, win my championship, then y'all going to give me them meals. So, so I think LeBron right. is to blame. So you blaming LeBron for making decision, making the decision that every NBA team is trying to do today, get stars together and win a championship. So, I mean, when you say blaming him for breaking the NBA, so when LeBron made that decision, he didn't break the NBA. The NBA was still competitive. The NBA, they still lost in two finals, one to the Mavs, you know, where the Mavs beat them when they had this super team, another one to the San Antonio Spurs. So the league is still competitive. KD broke the league. You look at KD, like you mentioned in your, your argument, KD went to a team that lost nine games and had been to the finals two years previous to that. He went to a team that was already dominant, that proved that can win without him. When LeBron made that move and did that, got those stars together, he didn't know what he was going to get. He wanted, he, he, he made bold statements saying, not one, not two, not three, but he didn't know. But KD signed up for a team that he already knew it can win without him. So since KD has been to that team, they lost one game in the finals. One game. You know what I'm saying? That broke the league. So you ask me who broke the league? KD broke the league by going to a team that was already established. I want to come back at this. Yeah. And I'm going to let you get in, Ramon, because I, you know, I just want to throw this in. When I say, you know, when you look at a situation, you have to look at the beginning. You can't just ignore, like, what happened before, you know. And maybe LeBron directly didn't affect this situation, but LeBron being able to be like, I'm about to make a decision and lead his team. Now other players are doing it, and this is what you get. It has, it has evolutionized into what you see today. That Yeah, that was kind of the point that I was really going to more so bring up. I can feel kind of both perspectives from it. 
I think that LeBron set the blueprint and LeBron made KD feel comfortable with the decision right. that he made. Now, was KD that last little featherweight? KD that is his own man, though. Yeah, man. But was KD that last little featherweight that you put on it to finally right, shatter right, the glass? Right, right. Okay, I can maybe give you that, that KD was there, but I think LeBron set the blueprint of, you know, players taking yeah. control of it and players setting it up that way. And you can yeah. say you can say it, from both sides, but it's good yeah. or bad. It's like this, and mine can agree. Mine is a music, and you know he got a music and entertainment. He know better than anybody. If it wasn't for Future, there'll be no little Uzi Vert, or there'll be you know all the Lils. You know there'll be no Rich Kid. You know the mumble rap era. You know Future and, and Young Thug. You know that's that umbrella, and then it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. So I'll blame Future for more rap. Do Future make great music? And am I a fan of Future? Yes. But, but the it's what you mimicking. It's what you try to emulate. Jay-Z stopped writing his lyrics and say he don't write on his lyrics. Lil Wayne stopped writing his lyrics. Lil Wayne did it, you know, was the best rapper alive. And then you got Thanks. other people who don't have the talent to not write their lyrics. And now you got hip-hop artists that can't rap. Now, is would we blame Jay-Z? Yes. But is Jay-Z the GOAT? Yes, he is. So it's kind of like just an evolution so Jay-Z thing. Jay-Z break the game? No, that uh, that's what I'm saying. All right. You, that's, so that's what I just said. That's what I just said. Did Jay-Z break the game? Yes, a case could be made for that because yeah. everybody doesn't everybody doesn't have the talent not to write their lyrics. Jay-Z does, but just because Jay does and Wayne does don't mean that you can. And that's how you get Lil Blue, Lil Blow Joe who can't rap and not writing his lyrics. I hear every rapper today talking about some, uh, they don't write their lyrics, they just get in the booth, uh, click in and click out. And they suck. They don't have the talent to do it. Right. Now, am I, just because I'm saying Jay broke the game doesn't mean that Jay ain't the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? But everybody can't do that. Just like LeBron made that decision, you know, and KD, and it trickled down to KD making that, that you know, Barack, that kind of Barack, I, I think you ain't Carlos wrong. Because we we go back to the question. You talked about DeMarcus Cousins signing to the Warriors. Why he signed to the Warriors? Because he wanted what? Because he wanted he was spiteful towards the league. To the league, but what? But, but, but realistically, why do people sign to the he Warriors? He won a championship. He won a championship, right? So, in both of your cases, LeBron, KD, yeah. Realistically, it's us. We're, we're the reasons. Like, the fans and the media. Because if we think about it, if we, back in the day, when we were having these Kobe versus LeBron debates, what we said, Rings. Kobe got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. What, yeah. We criticize, heavily criticize people who don't have rings. Like, yeah, we do that. Like That's a good point. As fans yeah. and media, we yeah. do that. So, we put the burden on these people to... Hey, you don't have a ring. If KD goes and has the best career ever in OKC and never wins a ring, his it doesn't it doesn't compare to the two time MVP Finals MVP yeah. two time champion that he had in Golden State, regardless of going to the uh, the nine loss team. So I think, I mean, realistically, we put much weight on it. Yeah, so, and I, I feel that, and I I feel that point, and I think that's why we've seen we seen like I think LeBron realized that. Before a lot of other players in the yeah. league realize yeah. that he realized if I come together and do this years down the line, I may be here. Ain't nobody gonna be worried Ain't about. Gonna be worried about. about they gonna team. see my ring count, and right. that's all that's gonna matter. Yeah. Just imagine how differently people would, and people think of Charles Barkley as one of the greatest basketball players ever. Top Just imagine player. if he had a ring, the 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 accolades yeah, and. He was and a Ring changes the whole conversation. That's a great point. That's a great Hold point. I still think that LeBron's to blame. <laughs> That's just my opinion. We can agree oh, to disagree. Man. We could agree to disagree. So, you know, 
So we we you know we touched on uh, some uh, free agency free agency topics. Uh, what what do y'all think about Paul George resigning to the Thunder, man? Like I thought it was weird to me because it's just like they weren't close to winning a championship. No one near close. And you know about to say business. you know about to say Andre Roberson was the reason why y'all didn't go further than what y'all did. So you know not to say that he don't make them better because they make them a better defensive team. But you know they they're nowhere near close, and he's like, "Oh, we got unfinished yeah. business." What unfinished business you got? What to to get yeah. past the first Utah. round and get out in the second? Yeah, we're gonna see Utah again, and we're gonna get past. So it, it, you know, it was weird to me. He had the opportunity to come to L.A. and which you know he probably pretty much. I'm I'm pretty sure him and LeBron talked, and yeah. you know he said that, "Hey, I'm coming to L.A." And for some reason, he would prefer to play with yeah. Westbrook than LeBron. Makes yeah. so much sense. I, I think two two things really happened. I think, first of all, just even outside of the whole basketball thing, I think him and Russ really created a true bond off the court or whatever you want to say with that. Um, but I think also, too, from the way that, that Paul George is saying it, and it could just be an excuse, but I think he was a little miffed and off-put that L.A. didn't really, the year before, really pursue him hard in a trade. Because uh, kind of when he talked about it on his last little special, he was like, well, they didn't go and get me. But the thing is, if they go and get you, then you don't have the pieces around you that you really need to win at that time. So obviously, as the Lakers, if you're talking about you really interested in coming to L.A., we're not going to sell the form for you just for you to come and then have nothing around you. So, you know, his whole situation is crazy to me to think that, OK, now you feel that in OKC. You know what? Let's just run this back. This same team that lost to Utah that was led by a rookie, good rookie, don't get me wrong, but that was led by a rookie in which they starting point guard also got hurt in the series. You lost to that team and you say, let's run this back. Come on. Ain't no uh, I, I agree with you, man. That I don't like his decision, you know, and I'm. I hope the Lakers fans boo him when he come back home. But, you know, as I mentioned before this all started, I really felt like watching his special, it was all about pretty much letting Lakers fans know why he made his decision. You know what I'm saying? Just the feel of the first episode was almost like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, this is a tough decision. Or he, I feel like he been had his mind made up, you know what I'm saying? And that's the part that kind of made me mad with it. It's like, you know, don't lead these fan base on. Don't lead this fan base on for a team, which right now is paying the most money for their roster. You know, the number one, you know, even over the Warriors, they're paying the most money for their roster right now for a mediocre roster. That's, you know, pretty much the same team that they had last year with, you know, a couple of injuries here and there. Like I mentioned with Andre Robertson, but Andre Robertson is not that type of game changer. You know, yeah, he's a good defender. The guy can't hit free throws or hit threes. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. not that much of a game changer. You locked yourself in for four years, you know, unless they pull off some type of big trade or something like that. You locked yourself in with you and Russ, you know, um, for being mediocre, maybe you get to a second round, you know, one of these years, you know, but still, you're not going to win championships the way that roster is built and where all that money is going to Steven Adams, him, and um, uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, so, heck yeah, we definitely clicked back in, but, yeah, I do think that uh, Paul George is, is uh, I do think that he has to, you know, I think he's gonna regret his decision, especially when he see how successful we are down the line. I I think two things come from from Paul George's decision. One, the Lakers need to go get Kawhi because you don't want the risk of somebody else trading for him and him liking it. You you know building a bond with somebody. They want too um, much though. They want too. They much, do, bro. but I mean, yeah. I think when he gets to that deadline, you gotta let Bi go. 
B.I. and Josh. Oh, be, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm good with that. Friend. I thought you were talking about selling the form. Right no, now. no, no. Definitely not selling the form, okay. but it's, it's still, like, even in free agency, it goes to my second part. As much as, you know, oh, man, people like to play with LeBron, a lot of people, I'll say this, superstars probably have an issue playing with LeBron versus uh, an up-and-comer or a yeah. good role player is going to benefit yeah. greatly from LeBron. Yeah. But a fellow superstar, when we truly seen that with, uh, I'll say, even with Chris, Chris Boston love playing yeah. Yeah. with LeBron and, and Wade, no, and Kyrie did. did. No. So you don't want that rumbling. And I think that's kind of what Paul George got yeah. in his head and, and the fact that I used to tweet, I used to say, is Paul George cool with like me and the third option? Like yeah. it's just acquiring LeBron yeah. and then Paul George. Yeah. Like no, like it's Paul George. Like I'm cool with being the second option. We ain't gonna win, but I'm gonna be happy. And right. it's not like the Thunder got any money. You know, Melo. Of course, we we guessed this months ago that <laughs> that Melo would opt in for their twenty five million dollars. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Thank you. And you know, we all know that uh, Westbrook making thirty mil a year. So, you know, it ain't really much money there left for them to do anything, any roster moves. So, good luck, Paul George. And yeah, honestly, I, you know, I was a fan of you, but you disappointed me. So Yeah, but I mean, I think it brings up a good point, like you were saying, with that whole Kawhi situation, uh, how that is totally going to play out. You know, do you right now? How I guess my question is more so how aggressive do you get for Kawhi at this point? Like, what are you willing to give up for him at this point? Yeah. I think you you set that offer, you send them that offer right now, and you leave it on the table, and you just sit because like like you know, Myron mentioned, you know, you got to go after these stars right now. So much can change in a year. Wait next year, so much can change in a year. So I feel like you you send them that offer, and you just you sit, you let them sit on it, you let them wait. You know what I'm saying? If that's Brandon Ingram and picks, if that's Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart, you know what I'm saying? You let them wait and sit on that offer because again, the pressure is on the, the Spurs right now. Do they really want to go into the season? with, you know, a disgruntled player, you know what I'm saying, that can be toxic for your team. Do they really want to, you know, and the Lakers know that, that we can just sit and we can wait, you know what I'm saying. You send them the offer, you know, don't not send them an offer, you know, and you just wait and see if they, uh, you know, eventually come around and take it. Can I ask y'all a question? I'm sorry to interrupt, Ramon. Do y'all want Kawhi? And, oh, I, and yeah, I, the reason course. I say this, the reason I say this is as an outsider being, keeping a bot agreement. Yeah, you're, you're a Mavs fan. Right. So I don't <laughs> The way to me, the way Kawhi's acting is is kind of disturbing to me. Like the recent reports today is like the Spurs tried to check on his rehab and his team tried to hide him from the Spurs. Like it's it's a it's a part of it's a little bit doing the most for a guy we have never heard. But of. you know, yeah. behind the scenes though, with the when reports came out, you know how Coach Popper take those shots at the press conference. What Tony Parker said. Publicly, y'all are teammates. Shouldn't nothing. That's, that, right, that's right. against the code, bro. He, like Tony Parker he, and Manu Ginobili. At this point, they've been in the league for years. They know better than that. A baby. Like, and if you're gonna do all this, that's fine. But you tell me, like, say something. Like, I'm tired of Kawhi. How you know he not. He's not like I want to say say speak say with your chest. I'm man, tired of Kawhi. Everybody man, speaking. The Spurs is the mafia, bro. Wait, wait, like you don't uh, know what's being said or what's not being said. Whether we like him or not, or respect him for going saying okay, say not. He told Indiana. I'm not. I'm not. So why are we coming for you? Sit out the whole season. And this, goes to my, this, goes to, this goes to my question. We, you don't know how. You don't know what Kawhi getting because you haven't seen him play. We don't know how how healthy he's gonna be. All right. Do, I'll take the should you? T- uh, and this is my question for all three of you guys. Should you trade focus to Damian Lillard over Kawhi? Oh, I like. I love Damian, so, but yo, we, we got too many point point. point guards though. 
That's an interesting point. I, I like that. And so here's this is what I've been seeing just on Twitter and like some of the reporters talking about was, you know, we were interested in Dame Lillard and that's why Alonzo leaked that injury. Yeah. Um, they were talking about making a move like that with getting us Dame Lillard. And I wouldn't be mad with a scoring point guard with LeBron James. So, I mean, you know, if we can pick up Lillard now, you know what I'm saying? Favorite, I would be happy with players. that. But again, with the Lonzo injury stuff that leaked from his that leaked from his camp, I don't see that happening now. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, like you said, of course, if the news breaks for Dame, I'm all with that. But bottom line, if you give me a choice of Kawhi Leonard or Damian Lillard, I'm still taking Kawhi yeah, Leonard. Yeah, same uh, Kawhi is... When I look at guys, Kawhi is probably about third or fourth on my list as far as NBA mm-hmm. players. I'm still going to roll with a combination of LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. Now, if you give me Dame, I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. If the Lakers made that trade and made that deal, I would be good with it and perfectly fine with it. But, you know. I just got a feeling when you're going to go, you have the potential to go a whole another season without even seeing Kawhi play. So that's basically two seasons of no Kawhi, and you're ready to just. But Kawhi said he'll take a discount. So, but my thing with Kawhi is just you don't, you don't. Well, not totally a discount. More so, if he said I will pass on the supermax. So it's a a somewhat of a not, not, not really. You still. And then Boogie coming off injury too, which we failed to mention. So we don't know what he gonna be like. You know, no, I agree with that too. But I, I just think either you gonna go get him, go get him now because again, everybody don't doesn't like. And this season's gonna be telling with the Lakers. Everybody doesn't go well with LeBron, and it's gonna be interesting to see how some of these young guys, especially right. like Alonzo. I don't think Alonzo gonna be there long, guys. I'm sorry. I think Alonzo's out of there. Alonzo might be out of there for the summer, yeah. I mean, but uh-huh. it's just I don't care. But yeah. right, but it's just because <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody is not gonna click with yeah. with Bron. Like so. So to to open it up, you know, a little hey, bit. this is not a Laker yeah, pod. Right. Just so to, to open just it up, do you could you see somebody else taking a risk on Kawhi? I know we've been talking about Lakers deal and all that, but just open it up. Who it's else? only a select few teams that can afford it. I mean, I think that the, the I think the Magic could afford it. Um, I think that <laughs> I know that's not a that's not a you know that's a high take. You know, yeah, not many, people, not many people looking at that. I think the Bulls could. They're a very young team. The only big contract they really had is marketing. So, I mean. Chicago ain't a bad market. It's so, you know, to get to a good right. market. So, true. Minnesota, because they say Jimmy Butler's he not. He's staying there in Minnesota. Hold on. Hit me out. Those are some destinations. Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler's on his way out. So, Kawhi could, could go there potentially. I think I think it's the Clippers. I think when he gets to that trade. He don't want to go. He don't want to play for the Clippers. That, I heard that. I've seen it's, reports. Conflicting it's, it's conflicting reports. Conflicting, conflicting reports. reports. So, I say this, though. So, if he gets to the trade deadline. I don't think Greg is trading to the to the Lakers. I just don't. No, like, I don't think so. Either, I just think he's like that's that's like the about. last ultimatum. But I feel like the Clippers will be at the last minute. Yeah. Let let one of those rookies show promise. I can throw in one of the rookies, throw in a Tobias Harris, and give you some first yeah. round picks, and I'm good with and they good yeah, with that. Yeah, and Tobias Harris is nice. Right. So yeah. yeah, I agree with that. But I feel like again, it still controls how much a team gives up. You know what I'm saying? Like. You, you, like Rob was mentioning those destinations. How many of those teams willing to give up some young assets and future picks for somebody on a one-year contract? Unless Kawhi Leonard is saying he's signing long-term somewhere else, he the ball is still in his court. You know what I'm saying? So in that case, you know, he said he wants to play for the Lakers. The Lakers are comfortable with giving up pieces. So that's why I said the Lakers can forever, 
You know, unless they trade Kawhi out of spite somewhere else, like, okay, you want to go there? We're not doing that. Kind of like what the Pacers did and take a less deal elsewhere. I really see him he going to the Lakers because the Lakers can present the best offer, and that's where he wants to be, and the Lakers are comfortable with taking him because they know he wants to be there. Yeah, and I, I think the further we see this drag along, I think it's honestly going to come down to one of the L.A. teams. If this drags into the season, to me there's no way that Boston or Philly is going to be willing to take that risk. Let's just say, like you said, at the trading deadline, getting a guy for half a season, a half a season rental of him, and, you know, you not knowing definitely he's going to commit to you. I think at that point, all the leverage is either with the Lakers or the Clippers. And like you said, the Spurs might out of spite say, hey, we're going to send you to the Clippers and hopefully you find a good home there. I say what well, the Celtics and the Sixers, to me, have an advantage at, at the trade deadline. If it gets to the trade deadline, that the Lakers don't. Yeah, they, they do. have the picks. They so do. at the end of the day, and then they have at, they have extra picks. So they don't really have to even give up their own. Or they can give up their own and keep the ones they have. Yeah. So the Spurs, at the end of the day, they just going to want something. Like, yeah, at the yeah. end. If you get to that point, it's going to be something. So yeah. if I can give you a, a Terry Rozier, a, a, a Gordon yeah, Hayward. Terry I can say, if I can throw in Gordon and like. They say the top five players are off the limits. They say they top five guys But I'm saying, if the, season play, if the season plays out, and if I see Kawhi play, because that's going to be big if we even see him touch the court. Because yeah. you're not giving him nothing unless you see him. If you see him play, like, oh, wait, he still got it? Yeah. It's totally different. Like, that's when Mo will come out the. Like, okay, he still can play. Like, I'm not giving him nothing now if I haven't never seen him play basketball in a season. Yeah. But if you see him playing, he still got it. I can give up Gordon Haywood and, and somebody else first rounder. And, and, you know, you got to get something, right? right. My prediction is this is over before the season starts. I don't think the Spurs go into the season with him. I think yeah. they find He's some type of solution. He's too much of a cancer now. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't call some rookies out there. He really sick me. Like, so, let's stay in Texas for a little while, man. We couldn't we couldn't go without saying it. You know, we couldn't go on. You know, Matt Myron is a Mavs fan. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> Help him. But, you know, what do you think about DeAndre Jordan? Uh, I hate it. Y'all sweetheart. I hate it. Y'all little I, sweetheart. I, 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 <laughs> see, that's the thing about Okay, Lakers fan or not, we, we welcome our own. No, because in real life, if somebody do me wrong, I don't always forgive them. Exactly. I can forgive them, but not forget. I'm never okay, gonna forget. Was, I'm never gonna forget that this fool signed, agreed to sign. We talked with about us, this last week, and then let his little Clippers friend, who didn't really even like him, because they all yeah. left him. Yeah. Change his mind. Man, so technically, he could still. Leave right now. I would be glad. <laughs> That's the thing. I totally understand. Drop some emojis again. I totally understand why we got him. I understand we got a young point guard. We got a promising. Uh, yeah, been needed. Y'all been thinking for a center. And and it's somebody who gonna get hit. Nothing but lies from both yeah. of those guys. Great potential. I just don't like the person that he is. Yeah. I don't like his character character traits. Yeah, he ain't built for this life. He's a it's, he's a superstar he, role player. He a, he a punk. Yeah. That's what he is, Rob. Let's Goodness be gracious. <laughs> so I don't know how 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 how. Hey, I love I, this, man. I'm keeping, I love I'm keeping my my bad words to myself. <laughs> I can't stand DeAndre Jordan. Like he is the worst type yeah, of this person. Is, this is yeah. great. This yeah, is great. Like, we done got him started. But like you said, bro, ultimately it's still a good move. I thought, and then it's what a was good it? Move if he does not do well for us, I will be excited. It's, Ramon, it's a good move for them 
But I think it was a better move at the time when he burned them because he was better. He was younger then. Honestly, yeah. honestly, no, it wasn't. One year risk on honestly, him. no, it wasn't. It wasn't because we would. Honestly, it's a blessing because we wouldn't have Dan Sniffle. We wouldn't have Luca. Yeah, we yeah, wouldn't. True. Yeah. So it's and a blessing. I wasn't a fan. I, I mean, I, I like what Mark Cuban did with Luca, but I, in our mock draft, I had y'all taking a center because that's, and, what, that's what y'all need. Right. And bottom and line, there's good centers in this draft. And bottom line, hot take right now, if Boogie gets back to form, Boogie will be in Dallas next year. Oh, I definitely. comes off the books, Boogie's in Dallas next I believe year. we would have got him this season, yeah. but we didn't want to wait on the energy. If Boogie's healthy, he'll be in Dallas next year. So DeAndre will be that one-year type of thing, and yeah. then bye-bye, DeAndre. Let's bring in Boogie. I wanted to say you, we wanted him you know, again. You know there. the free agency topic is, is, is thinning out when you're talking about uh, DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you made it to the end. Yeah, you know but you I, made I think, it to I the end. I think they do have some quality free agents left. I'm I'm interested to see where Jabari ends up. I think I want I want to see him go to the Bulls because he's from Chicago. Yeah, home time. Um, and I really want to see Isaiah Thomas end up with the Magic. Yeah, I think that's going to I happen. think he gets him to the playoffs what if he ends up with the Magic. High tape. Nah. Him and Aaron go. I like that. Him and Aaron. Like and that. you got Mo Bamba and you and got John Isaac who gonna be decent. He's long. Yeah. From you got state. the yeah. you got the you gonna have the length. And the East is like right, right. it's, it's the, the J V league and right like, now. With, so. with that team, you would have Mo Bamba, Aaron Gordon, John Isaac. Throw somebody at the two. You gonna have the length the to come back his, his shortness. Yeah, and you need his scoring. And you gonna cover up on the defense man yeah. with that. I'm, I'm waiting for it to happen. It's gonna happen. Gonna I, happen. Know I, like I, I like that. He sold me on yeah. that. He like, sold like, me on that. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah. Him. I like that. I like that. Playoff team if it happened. Why? I like that man, dude. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, so the Pelicans they made some nice moves. They made some nice moves. Questionable nice moves. moves in my mind. Julius Randle, like the Randall move. I'm not too. I'm not. You don't like the Randall move? I said I like the Randall oh, move. Okay. I said I'm not too big on the Alfred Payton move. Why not? I haven't seen I much so. Alfred, so let me let me not. He's a, you know a long point guard. You know they can get to the hole. You know he's he's what they've been missing. He's another scoring option that, that they can Smooth, have. Scoring, scoring. he can get inside and score that thing. I think it's a reason the Magic didn't want him, and they still looking for a point guard. So I say that. But he was also on the contract year. But he went the Pelicans can need though. They need, need some. A, they need some per- perimeter options, right? He's a perimeter option. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I, I mean, I, 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 not from a shooting three okay. aspect, but I'm talking about from a slashing aspect. So basically, you're going to be Rondo two point who, who starts? Who starts for the Pelicans? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We need to call one of our frat brothers. Because I'm thinking, A, do you start Meritek at the four or do you start Randall? You start Meritek at the three and put Randall at the four. I think but that's Miritich, the line of you in the game with, but... But can Meritek really guard threes? He can't guard fours. He can't play he defense. Can't, you know what I'm saying? Not def- you're not looking for him to just so lock, 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 lock the is, team up. The starting lineup, I think, would be... You know, Alfred Payton at the one. You got Drew Holiday at the two. And you got, then you go a little longer. You know, you go Meritic. with Miritic and you go with uh, Rounder, and then you go Davis. I, I think, think that's you got your lineup. You got in rotation. Yeah, you. I think you got to bring. I think you can end the game with yeah. that lineup, but I think you got to bring Miritic off the bench just to bring some yeah. scoring off the bench. I think. You, I think that's gonna be your three big rotation right there. Shuffling in Randall. Is Davis, this your third seed? Pelican fans, this your third seed. <laughs> I can see them being nice, man. I think I think the Pelicans just really messed over themselves that summer of 2016 when they signed Etuan Moore and, and Solomon Hill for those deals. Yeah. If they could go back and do that over, like... Yeah, he thought he made up for it with that boogie deal, but then he couldn't retire. Losing, losing Rondo is... is Rondo That's huge. Losing too. Boogie was huge. 
don't know. think so. Not, it's not as big as losing Rondo. I think I think it's I think what's telling is oh, like I showed a call in there. I think what's telling <laughs> with the uh with losing Rondo, I mean with losing Boogie is that A D really pushed to get Randall. So he didn't make that push yeah. for Boogie. Yeah. Push to get Randall there. So I mean something that he liked. Randall gonna be nice too. And I, I think so too. Man, Pelicans fans, y'all gonna enjoy Randall, man. I know y'all yeah, I know y'all only watch uh, y'all team, but and I know no Most one likes the Lakers, and, and we were so irrelevant. But uh, Randall's a great player, man. Y'all, y'all got y'all going. MIP next year. Yeah. So let's move on to this, and I think it's funny because Myron has been running away from our fantasy football league for like <laughs> going on three years <laughs> you didn't now. Didn't invite me last year. I did invite you did last not. year. I definitely did. Was, did not. I definitely did. Yeah, when, when she bust out on being us. Being a friend league, Rob, I definitely could have been in your league. Nah, you, you was like, I told, yeah, nah, after two nah, years, I did actually. Not last year. I said I did because I said the, the buy-in is $100, and you was like, oh, nah, that's too cheap. Oh, I probably was cheap. I yeah, probably was cheap. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember. I don't remember you asking me, though, because I don't remember $100. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I asked you, and you, you've been running away ever since you got in there that first year, and you got spanked. <laughs> You I won the friend league the next year. Rob won my schedule. You ain't win. I still won money, fool. No, you was trash. You get smacked in our league. You was trash in our league. You get smacked in our league. Oh, I didn't even care about that league. That and guys, me. update. Ramon finally sent the introductory uh, message for our league. So, we uh-huh. are, so update, we are having a league this a whole, year. A whole week sooner than Rob <laughs> did last year. A whole week sooner than Nah, man. I was worried we weren't having a league this year. Carson Wentz, get him on your team, man. But it. Anyway, mine mine is running away from my league for some reason. But so on the podcast right now, send me the text, Rob. Yeah. I, I got money now. I think we booked up, but yeah, if we, we if somebody dropped out, you yeah. you on the, you know you gonna get in because our league is hot. Yeah, man. That's fine. I'll say you Our league is hot. Yeah, you're right because yeah, you would lose. Twelve people. You would lose. You say boosted to twelve people. Yeah, let's boost it to twelve this year, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. We did 12 oh, last so year. Now you, now we I've had a 14 that. person league before. And it was the oh, no, That's not 14. Oh, oh, I've been in 16 no, before, and 16, that was the worst decision I ever made, bro. That was yeah. terrible. Hey, man, let's do that, though. Let's let, We're going to boost it to 12. So you 11. So we got to find one more. So are you in there or you cause you looking like nah, he just talking. Hey man, if I said I'm in it, just hold me to it. Man, don't DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> right, that's what I'm You know how this feels. Don't you dare call me DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> you know how that you know how that feels. Then we gonna bro. sit there right before the draft with eleven players. Like, what we gonna do with that? Like <laughs> you in it, you better be in that thing. Right for real. Man, you got a whole month draft ain't until a week before. We uh, wonder why his team auto drafting on yeah. that he didn't flake. But what I wanted to get to, we always do with a fantasy segment. At, uh, last week we did what rookie you should snag. So the question in fantasy in our fantasy segment is who is the sleeper in the draft? We again, listeners, we trying to help you out. We trying. We you talking the league champs here, man? Excluding Myron. You I've won a league before. Oh, okay. Money league. Okay, you have. So you're talking. You're getting advice from four people who are decorated and has run championships. So. Uh, but the the question is, who is the sleeper in the draft? Who who you think is gonna make that mark or impact in a way? Well, I gotta get him on my roster, but he's flying under the radar. Um, I mean, I think this guy he probably wouldn't have flown under the radar if it hadn't been an injury that happened to him last year. But my guy really is Dalvin Cook. Snag Dalvin Cook if you can, because the pace that Dalvin Cook was on last year, if he had Finish the season, the pace he was on to have over 1,400 yards rushing, over almost 400 yards receiving, 
basically 40 to 45 receptions um, based upon the pace he was on those first four games that he played. So I think that Dalvin Cook is going to be a nice option if you're looking for a, a running back that's going to maybe potentially fly under the radar because you're going to have the names of the Zeke Elliott's and the David Johnson's and the Ty Gurley's and the uh, Leonard Fournette's and even throwing in Saquon Barkley and all that. You're going to have all those guys going, but I think if you can snag a Dalvin Cook, he's going to have that RB1 type of value. So I say make sure you find a way to go get Dalvin Cook. Ooh, I like that. Hey, I agree with that one. I, I mean, I kind of didn't want to release that because, you know, we still competitive and in a competitive <laughs> Hey, team. bro, for the, for the good of the <laughs> listeners, well, for, man. For the people, for the people, you know, um, I'm also going to the running back family, and I'm going to go with uh, Jarek McKinnon, you know. That's a name that's not really being talked about a lot right now, you know, and he's not being drafted right now. The mock draft is that high. But right now, he has no competition with, San, with the San Francisco 49ers. You know, you got Carlos Hyde that went to the Browns. You know, and I think they have just Breida behind him. And you got a team that finished, like, and won their last six games last year. You know, you got a good quarterback finally there. I feel like Jarek McKinnon, especially if you're in a PPR league, will be that running back that you want to snag and grab. You know, maybe he's a running back, too, on your team, or maybe a flex if you can get him late, late enough in the draft. I hope y'all not writing notes down. Oh, man, we making sure <laughs> oh, we document everything. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a running back. You know, I listen to our podcast, so. Do y'all listen to podcasts? Yeah, of course, man. Absolutely. Okay, I was just making sure. I, I, I listen to it. I listen to it. But anyway, that's besides the point. So, Myron, who's a sleeper, man? I'm going to go with somebody who I got on my board, man. I was listening to one of, one of my favorite podcasts. Um, Don't plug them here. <laughs> it's good though, but I was, but I they not. I like them though. Uh, they like a Bleacher Report thing, but it's like one of the way. Bro, it, 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 I just like, said, I just said. Anyway, but anyway, until the Bleacher Report they, they, bag come to me, that's what I say on my podcast. I'm that's funny that you say that. I, I don't play that. But now nah, this person, as they talked about this person, I was like, okay, I'm gonna put them on my list. They said Jamison Crowder because mm-hmm. because uh, Alex Smith is a is a duck guy. And he's yeah. gonna be the guy in the slot. I like that. And he's gonna I collect like a lot that. of the, get a lot of. Man, the look at Murray, man. He coming on the podcast, oh, dropping jewels, yeah. man. Also, Nelson Aguilar, he's a fly. Hey, bro. Oh. Hey, you don't he get another one, bro. You don't get one. Oh man, you know I'm always the high spots, man. Just no, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry, Rob. I want to tell you this. Um, I'm so excited that y'all coach. Lost his golf game, so now my Eagles can wear their green into the Super Hey, bro. I just want to let you know that. I'm going to be wearing my green Carson Wentz jersey when we smack that booty. You know what, Mark? When we play y'all you this know season, what? November. This I'll be year? There. Oh, you're going to be at the game. Oh, I'm going, I'm, going, I'm going and see my Eagles beat the Saints because y'all did all that talking last season. <laughs> oh, we would have won the game. Y'all didn't win the game. You didn't win. Hey, bro, can I, can I say my sleeper, bro? Do we get into that a little yeah. late? Yeah. Shucks. <laughs> Can't wait to see y'all. But okay, my, my sleeper, um, I'm thinking, uh, is Adam Thielen. Uh, right now he's a, I'm, I don't want to make it into this, but you know Jordan, Jordy Nelson, <laughs> those type of receivers, oh, they the, are those type. <laughs> he watches where you going. He's a white receiver. They, they fly so, that type. <laughs> they fly under the radar a lot of times, but they are very, very, um. Uh, they are very good receivers, and I think a lot of times that people, you know, they look at their statue or look at or they, they what, what school they went to or look at their supposedly uh, 
I guess athleticism or that, or that stature, but Adam Thielen was a monster last yeah. year, bro. Yeah, Adam Thielen was a beast, bro. Just to think, uh, 91 receptions, uh, what he had, like 1,200 yards receiving. Yeah. And then you look at the touchdowns, you know, that he had. So, you know, I think he had four touchdowns. Okay, that's not that good. But when you think about PPR-wise, you yeah, know, you look at the 91 receptions yeah. and you look at the yards, you get points per reception. You know, that's a lot of points. That's yeah. 91 points off yeah. jump. And I'm not counting the 1,200 yards. So he's a high-usage guy. And, again, a lot of times when I'm trying to help the listeners, I try to get pick choose a player that has a lot, a lot of value for very, very little. Yeah. So you can get him in the in the fourth or fifth round and not have to use it. So if you choose to if you like to get your quarterback early, then you still have an option at wide receiver. And I would definitely yeah. target him if I don't have a wide receiver uh at, at that point in the draft. Because he yeah. will be there around the fourth or fifth round because people are not really looking at him. You know, some people who don't even know about sports might be like, who the heck is Adam Thielen? Just look him up. That. He's a big monster guy when you look at, you know, your top receivers like A.B. and Odell prior to injury. They have over 90 receptions in the season. So, I think I like Adam Thielen a lot to have another big year. I think last year was maybe his come out party, but I think this year he's set to have a monster year. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I have a good track record with, with uh, receivers because you remember three, four years ago when A.B. was flying under the rail and I was able to get him in the second round. Yeah, you snagged him two picks before yeah, I was going to yeah, grab him. I told yeah, you so, about that. So I, I know when the receivers about to have that coming out party. So uh, look out for Adam Thielen, man. So Yeah, I I think that's interesting. I mean, we didn't share several of them. I mean, now, now, now let's get to your Eagles. Now, when if it wasn't for that play, we probably would have waxed y'all. Uh, if it wasn't for you, that, you heard it here first on the opinionated bench warmers podcast. The Eagles will be the 2018-2019 Super Bowl champion. Why well, don't come on here with all that foolishness? But no, let me tell you why though. Let me tell you why though. I I, I seriously <laughs> believe. Uh, you just dis- disrespecting my boy Rams. I, I know, long believe, time, yeah. I seriously believe that we have the best quarterback in the league. Right, I, I, and, 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 and like Tom and, Brady and, and Drew Rogers Brees, I, I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees ain't in the league no Man, more. Man, <laughs> let, let me tell you, let me tell you why I like Carson Wentz so much. What Aaron Rodgers like? Supermodel girlfriend, stuff like that. He's excited. You say, what I like about Carson Wentz, he does three things. Plays football, hunt, and go to church. That's the only three things he do. He He's the only three. He born. All he care about is football and Jesus. Right. And hunting. Right. And, right. I, I, and I'm just like, and when, when I, I used to tell people when I first started, like when he first started, I was like, he lame. Which is, lame quarterbacks are good. Like he's lame. Yeah, like Peyton Manning. He really don't look at nothing. And man, it, it's just to me amazing how he's probably, like he go, he, the way he's progressed after that injury. This man has been moving since like, Months ago, yeah, like, and he just and to me, if we don't win this year, I feel like the Eagles are gonna get a Super Bowl in the next five years because I feel like he's gonna be determined to get a ring. Oh, yeah, he though he one. has yeah. one, and to me, he's the biggest. Yeah. He's to me, we don't win a ring without Carson. Oh, yeah, but he want to win one with with him in the game. And ironically, yeah. it's a chance for Carlos to chime in because he got hurt against. Carlos is Rams. So, what you right. think as a Rams fan, Los? So, I agree with him. And, you know, that same draft that Jai went, Carson Wentz, you know, we both our teams traded up, which I'm a Los Angeles Rams fan. 
And I wanted Carson Wentz, you know, and, I, and I'm going to um, compliment Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is a football junkie, yeah. you know, and that's what I like he's Carson saying, Wentz, you know what I'm saying? And so he, 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 you know, there's stories out there that Carson Wentz was out with his girlfriend, you know, at the time, and he's, you know, studying plays under the tables, you know, sneaking stuff like that. So I like Carson Wentz as a player, but what I'm saying is I think that, you know, moving forward, I think that, you know, you look at our team and the way our team is built, you know, and you look at the game last year with the Rams and the Eagles, you know, I think that's going to be your, your NFC championship game. And it's going to come down to, you know, if Carson Wentz can make a play or if Jerry Goff can make a play. You know what I'm saying? I think for the next few years, it's going to be the battle between Carson that's Wentz be and nice. Jerry Goff. And I feel like the Rams going to get the better of that, that matchup. I, y'all got to pay people. That's the thing, y'all. Y'all ain't broke that bank open yet. Yeah. When that break got, when that bank got to come open, like we got depth that we ain't even used it. Like a lot of we got depth on the line. We got some young corners, and a lot of our players are sold up. Y'all gotta break the bank soon. You gonna have to play Brockers. You gotta pay, play, oh, pay Gurley. Yeah. You gonna have to pay Cook, golf. golf. Like yeah. you got some. Peters, you're gonna re- you're gonna see how good the Rams to me are when through the dra- and like how they're drafting. No, I agree with you. And y'all gotta pay Aaron Donald. That's what I mean. Before anything, Aaron Donald. That, I say Rockers. Aaron yeah. Donald. That's what you gotta. Now you have to pay. You him. gotta so pay that man. He deserves every penny. And he deserves every penny. Man, He'll be. My thing is, it, it, it's always gonna be wise to me to see how. The team, especially after the team has to play the quarterback. I'm, you know, why I'm so sick of y'all because yeah. y'all just have not mentioned the Saints. Like y'all are so disrespectful. <laughs> you know, Drew Brees is, I mean, he's like one of the top three quarterbacks in the league, if not top two. I think he's one of the best at his at his height. You know, we got. We got, you know, we got Michael Thomas, a wide receiver that that is underrated, very underrated. Finished top five in the league last year, in his second year in the league. He's a monster. But you know, and then we got we got Alvin Kamara, who is a hybrid, who we who we stole in the fourth round. I I, I stole him in fantasy too. But but I think what y'all know, Rob is. Then we got Marshawn Lattimore, defensive. We got Robert. Robert on the, I'm gonna say his first name because I can't remember his last <laughs> name right now. We got Davenport who we just drafted. Then we got you know we got so many pieces. Then we got Marcus Williams despite that last play was one of the best rookie safety was yeah. the best rookie safety. It, the only one is the one from the Rams maybe arguably by what and what with him. Jamal Adams. Yeah. But, but Rob, I mean, what happens? But, what, what happens in y'all division, though, Rob? Like, I think that play comes into play our too. division. Is, it's flip floppy, so somebody else is gonna be on top of y'all so division. I'm glad you said that. Let, let, let's talk about our division. We got one one team in our division who has a troubled quarterback yeah. who's suspended for the first two games. Out oh, they out. The, yeah. So they out. I think it's then, Cam. Now. Then you got Cam. Yeah, got a weapon now. Cam. Yes, Cam has a weapon now. Of course, Cam has a weapon now. And he's going to come back with a vengeance because he had kind of like a down year last year. But, you know, we're not really worried about them because we got our defense up. Our defense, we we added pieces to our, our linebacker core. We got the best linebacker core in the in, in yeah, the division. But that Atlanta offense, if Julio, if the things and work out with Julio. that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about, yeah, Atlanta. If the things work but out we, with beat, we beat Atlanta three times last year. So, I just think we got our division. If you just, you never can put your... 
in your, your all your hands in a barrel of of the team that won like the last season. Like, yeah, but but when I look at it, I just look at who we added, who's healthy, who's not healthy. You know, I look at Breeze not having to do it all no more, so he could just dump it down to Alvin Kamara. When Ingram get back after his four games, he's gonna be good. And then people not talking about it, but then we added we added a uh, oh boy from Chicago, uh, Meredith. Man, yeah. Meredith was a beast prior to injury, bro, and was a fantasy beast too. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, that's another weapon for Breeze. And he already got Michael Thomas and Ted Ginn, bro. You know, so, I mean, we looking I mean, we looking good, bro. I'm mad you just said Ted Ginn. Like, that's like a major weapon. <laughs> Ted hey, Ginn was, you hey, didn't watch many Saints again. Ted Ginn was, was big for us. Drew Breeze was throwing 50 yard bombs. Ted, Ted Ginn did stuff I ain't never seen him do last season, bro. Exactly. Got that, that's that Breeze effect. Hey, Lois gonna be to drop that Ted Ginn knowledge on y'all real quick. That was his boy last yeah. year in fantasy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Ginn came on, man. No, he came on. No. Man, I, I drafted. No, he drafted Ted Ginn. He was like, yeah, guys, I got Ted Ginn. <laughs> like, he was just the best thing since sliced bread. But that's what's so fun about fantasy football. But uh, man, it's been it's been a fun one, man. Yeah, Myron, yeah, man. thank you for coming hey, thanks through. Thanks for man. letting me come, man. I appreciate it. Man, whatever, man. You already know. You you know we're gonna have to definitely do this again, again, man. Thank you to all the listeners. Check us out on Instagram and and Twitter. Twitter o underscore Benchwarmers. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you rate us on Google Play. Let them know about your your stuff and your platform, man. Oh, um, like he forgot, right? Oh, I, I mean, because I was looking in. So, um, yeah, my name is Myron again from themindofmyron.com. You know, check out the Hot Spot podcast whenever you don't want to listen to sports, but no, you know, you enjoy sports, listen to sports, but then you want to talk about some other stuff, um, uh, sex and all that. Come to the hot spot. Sex sales. And all that. Oh, but yeah, that's it. Um, TheMindOfMyron.com. Everything's there. Hey, yeah, man. Shout out to Mind of Myron. And, man, it was a, it was a fun. We got to definitely do it again. Uh, but we out of here, man. All right. Yeah.